last year we saw the rise of a lot of people doing retro game collecting, Pokemon card collecting, and all of these things that took us back to our past mainly because the pandemic kept many people at home, so you just wanted to get all that stuff that you loved to experience as a kid. But there's been so many other things that I continue to be surprised by the fact that it's reaching this just insane level of popularity that on this episode, I'm going to be looking to, to get the following question answered, which is why is Lego collecting and building and live streaming so popular in 2020 and 2021? We're going to be experiencing that conversation right now on a cast of the past with a brand new episode available each and every Sunday with yours truly, Juan Velas. I am from Puerto Rico. Joining me, I don't know who this uh, person is from. Uh, but he is uh, in a in a pod racing jetpack sniper rifle thing. Hi, Keith, who I'm is he? Dengar. I'm a bounty hunter from Star Wars. Oh, I'm on camera. Hold on. <laughs> I'll try that again. Hi, I'm Dengar. I'm a bounty hunter from Star Wars. So we have Dengar, the bounty hunter from Star Wars, who's going to be talking to us alongside Keith Hamilton from London, Ontario, about hi. Well, just why. Why is Lego collecting and building so popular now? This has always been the thing, but this is just a, a whole nother galaxy. Get get it? You I, might I, even I tried say to match it's it. one from far, far away. Why? It's a great question. <laughs> so <laughs> this is like, there, oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. All right, episode's over. But this is something that I've really enjoyed over the last couple of months and it's something that I've really like connected with like on I have been very vocal on this podcast about owning physical things and physical game collecting and how I think that it's just it's not my thing I if it is what you enjoy I all the power in the world to you but it is not something that I really put any stock into but I recently discovered Lego I went I was walking through a Walmart one day and then I saw a set for a ship from Star Wars that I really like I would say it's my favorite ship and then thought like wow that would be really cool to build that's only 40 bucks okay let's give it a shot and then ended up getting it had fun with it and then realized like oh this is a thing this is a thing i really like <laughs> and then seven sets later here i am hey, were so you, far were in you a month ever and a half. into uh lego collecting as a kid as a kid, not so much. I remember having sets, or not sets, but like bricks that I would like build houses with and like very, very um, simple things and then never really touched it again for probably 20, 25 years until now where it's a problem again. <laughs> it's a very big problem, but... Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid, uh, I had the Mega Bloks because that's what I got. So I guess I got the lower grade. Or uh, did you ever get Mega Bloks? To me, I was always told that if you got those, it's that somebody didn't like you. I don't know if it's true or not, but it's the ones that I had. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody had from our generation had a set of them, just the big blocks, and they were cheaper. So it's pretty much the it's the thing that you could feel good about destroying, as far as I remember. Pretty much, but 
I never got good enough with either Mega Bloks or Lego to build something. I just got, hey, here's a table with like the little blocks there. But I never got one of these kits as, uh, you know, you sent me a list of some of the ones that are available that are uh, uh, Star Wars themed and all that. And it is, it is just mm-hmm. ridiculous. I remember one day I asked you on Discord and uh, you were telling me there's a live streaming scene and you linked me to this person that was building up this entire historical monument that's just like thousands and thousands of pieces. And there's thousands mm-hmm. the and Rome thousands Coliseum, of people watching 6, them. 6,000 pieces. And just like, when did you realize that is a thing? Because, I mean, you stumbled upon it, you know, going to Walmart, you got one, you thought it was cool. How do you react or feel when you're like, wait a minute, this is an entire world that people are just fully invested in, kind of like Pokemon card collecting and all that? Part of me wasn't surprised because it's the internet and something exists for everything on the internet. There's literally a community for everything, but it didn't take long for it to click. And I think the fact that Lego is so closely associated with Star Wars is one of those reasons why it clicks so well. Because the thing that really hooked me is the fact that it takes this thing that I love so much in Star Wars and is and I'm able to build the things from the movies that I like because I think that's one of the biggest differences between like game collecting versus Lego, at least for me, where when it comes to a game or whatever you're collecting, you just kind of get it. And then you put it on a shelf and then you take it off to play it. But really, it's going to sit there for the majority of the time. When you go out and buy a set, you like that's only step one. Now you need to take the time to build it. You need to put together that set and you need to go through the instruction. And it's something that you can say that like, I have this on a shelf now, but I made it. Yeah, it came in like a package of pre-assembled parts, but you put that together and there's just this satisfying feeling of knowing that and just being able to watch it slowly come together as you're working on the set that just it feels really good. And like it's more of a it's a feeling. And I guess that's where that collector's feeling comes in that I'm that's finally just starting to click with me and then just being able to watch somebody go through that process like it's a very um it's a very relaxing experience to just sit there and watch somebody put something together uh, especially like live streaming lego building so it i i enjoy it for that reason and i can totally see why other people can get behind it and it just being like because everybody that's there is kind of on the same level right if you're tuning in to like a Lego live stream, you're kind of have a certain level of investment in it, right? So everybody's there for the same reason and it builds a very positive community around it. And I love that a lot. What would you say is like the ideal experience for you building one? Because I think that the closest thing we can talk about is like building a, a puzzle piece, right? And, and things like that. Oh, it's where, 100%. It's, it's pretty much a 3D puzzle. Exactly. Where, at least for me, when it comes to puzzle building, I have done that here with uh, Nicole, but it's something that, you know, I have a short attention span. I mean, I'm, I'm very open about that. So to me, the experience is not just building that. It's okay. Let's put some 80s music 
or let's put this type of mood or maybe it's Some after jazz work. in my uh in my case exactly I like, like i like, like my take smooth us, jazz take us to that experience like what what does that look like for keith yeah it's a very zen like okay i'm going to unwind but i still want to like i like using my hands with things and that's why lego just speaks to me in that way because i am able to still do things with my hands and uh, like this this is coming from somebody that has really only done it for like a month and a half and has really only been interested learning about the hobby for about a month and a half but the experience of building straight out of a box is something that i very much prefer to like okay you're buying something used and you're getting everything in like a ziploc bag like when you go out and buy a set i think one of the smartest things that they do is when you get a set everything is kind of sectioned off right so you're not just getting this giant bag of oh here's 500 pieces that get put together yeah good luck it's, figuring out what's what yeah it's sectioned off into little baggies so really you're only dealing with like 50 to 100 pieces at a time right so it makes it a lot easier and it, it makes it a lot more manageable and you're not feeling overwhelmed because you know while you're in that bag well that's all you're dealing with at that time so you can kind of section it off and it's a nice easy stopping point and you're like i said you're not feeling overwhelmed and you can just kind of go through it bag by bag until you eventually finish your build and you have your thing. And opposed to like, say you're buying something third, like uh, refurbished or reused. Yeah. A lot of times you won't get it um, brand new or sealed. So now you're just dealing with all the parts and it can seem a little overwhelming at that point. And it kind of takes you out of that Zen experience because now you're going through all the pieces. Like if I... If I were to describe the Lego building experience, it would be looking down at a desk and going like, uh, I think that's it. <laughs> looking at all the little pieces and it's deciding. It's falling off, so if, I guess it's if, working. If that's, is that the one I'm supposed to use? Sure, it looks like it. Okay. And when you're able to section it off into those bags, then it makes that a lot more manageable. Now, I'm curious to, to know your answer about Opposed this. to this. Just a bag, a Ziploc freezer bag. That's that's parts. the only way to do it, man. Just a Which whole I got bunch for 30 of zip bucks, And it was a hell of a deal. But it's going to be a nightmare to build. We'll get oh, yeah. there one day. <laughs> well, whenever you get that done, send us a picture. We'll, we'll uh, tweet it out. A cast of the past. We'll, we'll make that happen. <laughs> Indeed. Something that to me is painful sometimes. And I think the pandemic world has sort of made this. Uh, the, the, the mainstay is, you know, uh, Ryan and I have talked about the fact that we love retro game collecting. But... Even though most of my purchases are on eBay, Easterland, different websites, if you ever gave me the choice between going to a place, right, figuring out which games that I want as opposed to going to eBay, I would choose that almost every single day of the week because more so than actually buying the game, the game is kind of like secondary to, it's like when you it's went to Blockbuster. experience. Exactly. It's like as a kid, when I went to Blockbuster, I didn't know what the release dates were. So I just go there and be like, hey, here's here's a new game. And with a retro game, it's like, hey, I didn't even know this existed. In your case, you know, you link me to a couple of things like there's a Sesame Street set that I, you told me you were interested in. 
is it the type of thing that you can't buy something online, but you would prefer to actually walk up, be surprised maybe when something's out, you would like to physically get that box and get the best box, or you just don't really care? Oh, no, I'm in too deep for that now. (laughs) It's the last month and a half has mostly been like researching the sets because there's a Lego set when it's released will be in uh, circulation for one or two years, sometimes three, and then it gets retired. So you try and find those, by the way. Yeah, I've it's been a it's been quite the month. It's I've taken a full 180 on this. It's been bad. I, I can never you, say thing again. But back to retired sets. So you're trying to find the ones that are out. At least that's what I'm doing because like I mentioned, I very much enjoy that out of box um that out of box experience and seeing which ones are available at the time. And right now, like you mentioned with the pandemic, it's gotten more difficult. Like everything is out of stock right now. So it's been a waiting game mostly of making a list of these are the ones that I'm interested in. Once they become available, these are the ones that I want to start looking at and trying to purchase and then eventually building a collection and maybe putting it on a shelf and stuff like that. And eventually having something that I can physically display some sort of set or collection of Lego, but it's that it's not so much the going out and picking up the um, the box itself that is the experience to me. It's getting the box and chipping away what's in, at what's inside, if that makes sense. Like if I pick something up online, as long as it's the same thing, then great. Um, I'm still going to have that experience. It's not something that's just going to sit in a box forever. Eventually, I'm going to open it and I'm going to build it. I'm going to have my time with it. And then because Lego is a premium uh, collector's item, it's something that doesn't really depreciate with value as long as you keep all of the pieces in, uh, in decent condition. So now... It's something that you can look at selling in the future and maybe creating like an ecosystem for yourself. And I am sure that is where I will end up one day and it will be great there. A happiness of selling and buying and investing and going I down a dark not, alleyway. I don't like, know who hey, I hey, am do anymore. An, do you have an X-Wing? Do you have one of them X-Wings I can get? Yeah. Boy, I need one of those seven three four five two threes. You got any seven four three five two threes? <laughs> oh, but... For those who don't know, like, I asked Keith just a simple question of name a couple of different Lego things so I can get pictures for the video version of the podcast. He just responds with a whole bunch of numbers. I'm like, (laughs) what the hell is this? Then, yeah. It's because I have a note in my phone of the ones that I want and the ones that I have. So I just copy and pasted the that note because the thing... When you're in the scene, let me tell you about when you're in the scene. You don't talk about titles. You talk about product numbers, right? Every Lego set has a uh, like a five-digit or beyond product number. And if you're looking for Boba Fett's helmet, you're looking for five... Th- 75277 that's what you want cuz boba fett there's a there's a few boba fetts you could be talking about slave 1 you could be talking about minifigures but if you want that helmet you're talking about 75277 
So this is and like I a want test. Seven five two seven seven. So say I go to uh, like uh, the the weekly Lego meeting and I say, "Hey Keith, uh, I want a Boba Fett." That's how you know I'm a, a Lego noob, right? It's like who? It's who, true. Who says that? Who says once a Boba Fett? Well, who is who's this guy? Don't invite him back. But if you're like, "Hey, I want a seven five two seven seven," you're like, "Yeah, my buddy, you <laughs> speak <course>. my language." <laughs> is this how? Is this how you felt when you we were you were editing the? Uh, video game episode between Ryan and me because as you're talking it's just like this doesn't make any sense to me I'm like oh my goodness that is that is exactly it yeah pretty much I mean it's it's one thing that I've found interesting like act like jokes aside the fact that once you start entering uh, a fandom of stuff there's lingo that comes along with it and then you it almost sounds like you're speaking a different language in some ways and just understanding that lingo and then it just being a part of everyday conversation in those bubbles like if i went out and started talking about like technic building or like technic building techniques to anybody out there they'd be who is this psycho and get him off my lawn but when you're in those circles and you talk about different build elements and things that you like about sets everybody just knows and if you cross those streams it's not like it's something that's directly translatable right like i know ryan and i'm sure we'll do an episode on this one day is like deep into the pokemon card collection scene right now i'm sure there is terminology there that i would not be able to wrap my head around the same way that i'm sure i have picked up things that i have not realized when it comes in this lego bubble it's it's a fascinating thing and probably same with you and game collecting right yeah because it's those little things like with a uh, game collecting there's variants just like pokemon right because games have their traditional ones but then there's greatest hits there's like the the region exclusive versions with a varying cover or games that was patched because it was broken at some point but what i love about what you've been saying is that there's something special about the physical component, right? Because as you mentioned, like I can get a video game and yeah, I pop the disc in, but once I put the disc in my PS2, my PS3, the rest of the experience is with the console. Here, you're buying a box, you're actually tearing the, the bags, you're putting the pieces together, literally, and then you get to watch something that, I mean, I've seen people do some photo shoots with Lego builds that are just ridiculous. I mean, just some beautiful oh, stuff on Instagram. And the fact that it's all modular too in the way that a lot of what a lot of people will do is they will take a set like say they buy say they buy a tie fighter right they will go and they will use other parts not included in that set and expand upon the tie fighter and make it unique and make it their own because lego is this um it's literally building blocks so you're able to tech these or take these things that are pre-made and put together and make them your own it's different in the way than something like a video game where you are popping in a disc into your console of choice and that's the experience you get you can look at a ship um or any lego build and be like oh i i think an led light would go good here or I want to take this castle and expand upon it, or I want to take something like an Avengers Tower and add five more floors and make it huge and add these minifigures from this other set into the Avengers Towers or these different elements. You can 
take anything and turn it into whatever you want it to be. And I think that's what I like about Lego and building upon it. And that's really the selling point of me as as it evolves and something that I become more interested in. And I mean, there's totally a, totally a world where I look at this a year from now and I go, oh, well, that was a fun phase. And it's over and done with. But the fact then, that... Yeah. yeah, even then, like I can take these things that I've started building and then expand upon them. Like say I want to build my own TIE fighter. Like I, I built one that came out in a set. I enjoyed it. I had fun, but I haven't, I want to make a bigger one and I can't afford the insane ultimate collector series one that came out. I can go and buy bricks and I can make that myself. If there's a set that I want that doesn't exist in, in theory, nothing's stopping from me from making that myself. And to me, that's really cool because one thing that's come out in the last couple of years is Lego art, where you take studs and you put it on a large canvas and turn it into art. Oh, like there's okay. really kind of like the beat sprites, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So there's no limit with what you can do with that stuff. And to me, that's extremely appealing where Anything that you can do that you the only limit is your imagination, like that's where I jive. That's my cup of tea. And Lego just fits in that perfectly. Something that really interests me because, you know, I, it was a couple of weeks ago that I asked you like, hey, where would you start? And I even bring this up, this question now in case you want to suggest some something that's fairly inexpensive Lego wise, like $20, $40, because, you know, like last year was not the best year for many people. And you and I have had like offline conversations that sometimes social media is like the least social component happening right now. And everything goes so overly connected, yet something like Lego is like the complete opposite, right? Because when when I put a game in, there's a pacing that is expected, right? If I'm playing a multiplayer game, I have to freaking move. But the moment that I that I lay those Lego pieces on my floor, it's up to me to put jazz music, to put metal, to put some soul, if I want to have snacks or not, if I want to take a break. And for me, I actually want to use Legos as like a vessel to create kind of like a therapeutic experience for me. And I have no doubt, and this is like a much deeper conversation that even some psychologists, like for context, I work in the world of mental health. I have no doubt that people, you know, psychologists, like therapists use something like Lego because it's so relaxing. Where would you suggest somebody start out with? Is there a, a set? Is there just like a, a mindset expectation? Honestly, it's hard to just say you should try this set more than you should just look at what's out there because different different sets are going to mean different things to you. Where I am starting with Star Wars, my objective in collecting is build the ships that mean something to me. Like my first set that I have that I bought was Anakin Skywalker's Jedi Starfighter, the ETA-2. 
that is my favorite sh- or my favorite ship and set from Star Wars, Anakin Skywalker being my favorite character. That is something that resonates with me. That was my introduction. Star Wars might not be that for you, but there are other sets that you can look at. Like if you just want to build a house, Lego's got you covered. There's this incredible uh, line of Lego called Lego Ideas that you're going to pay a premium for but you can build pop culture things like there's a Sesame Street set that I really like where you're literally building one, two, three Sesame Street and have all the characters on the street and you're building a scene out of it. Same thing with Friends. If you were big into Friends back in the day, you can build Central Perk, the coffee shop that a lot of that oh, show nice. is based off of. So there's and there's really a lot of avenues for that. So it's more about finding the one that speaks to you and going from there and then just finding that kind of that sweet spot when it comes to size of set. So you're not feeling totally overwhelmed. Like I wouldn't recommend you go get like a Lego Coliseum that just came out that's $700 and has 6,000 pieces to it. You're probably going to bounce off it real it's got hard. It's 9,036 Correction, pieces right. to be exact. 9,000 pieces. That is... Yeah, I'm good on that one. <laughs> but, hey, that's actually a good starting point. For you, what are you looking for now that you're more experienced? Uh, <laughs> you know, you're level 20 in Lego building. Yeah, I've what, been doing what this to for use, a like, month. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm putting you on the spot, man. And what to one... you would be two little pieces then? Honestly, it's not about too little it's about what you get out of it like there are a lot of sets where it's four or five hundred pieces but it's not you're building a set more than an item and that's not something that i'm uh that really appeals to me like there's one set that's coming out or it came out a few days ago that's like a it's called trouble on tatooine and it's a set from the star wars show the mandalorian it looks cool and you get like a minifigure of the Mandalorian from it, but you're just kind of building a hut. So it's not that appealing to me where I would rather take that money and spend it on the new X-Wing and TIE Fighter that just came out and get like a finished ship out of it. And like it's it's a situation where the set number might not be as significant, but the end product is something that I'm more interested in. So that's why I say don't put a little or that much stock into actual pieces and numbers until you get to the high end, until you're looking at the premium sets that cost multiple hundred dollars and make sure that that's something that a, you will enjoy doing and like, seeing through to the end because there is a huge investment that comes with it and you have to enjoy it and it's probably very easy to be overwhelmed when i get that far down the weeds i'll confirm it for you but i imagine it's something that you can feel overwhelmed quite easy with yeah you you can sometimes almost threaten a friend when he posts something on discord and you you maybe just ask him how come you you didn't check the lego collections right right yeah I mean, it's very selfish of that friend to look at someone other, someone else's addiction <laughs> okay, and not people, think about this. Just, just so you realize, <laughs> this is the relationship that Ryan, Keith, and I have. So I'm in Puerto Rico. Ryan's in Boston. Keith is in Ontario. And here sometimes I know some of the places that I can go. Maybe there's like some more stuff available, like some Walmarts, et cetera. But I'm very mindful with, because of the pandemic. But then 
I went to a Walgreens because I needed to go somewhere else. I sent Ryan a message and some pictures telling him, hey, there's some Pokemon packs here. Uh, are you interested in any of them? But then on the flip side, I have Keith be like, hello, I, what, what about that Lego stuff? <laughs> and then legit, <laughs> here's the scene. I legit just looked at my phone. I'm like, Juan, you're 31. Your wife is waiting <laughs> in the car. You're in the toy section of a Walgreens looking for Pokemon and Lego stuff that's not even for you. And that's what I realized. I, I freaking, I got to love you guys. If it makes you feel better, let me let me paint a picture for you here where so we are recording this at the end of December. Let's let's take a little a little peek behind the 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 curtain Yeah, it's here. not actually New Year, people. It's not actually New Year. But happy New Year. But so happy New Year anyway. <laughs> exactly. So a few days ago, my fiance and I were Christmas shopping, right? And which we okay, in- first of all, I got to freaking pause you because this has not been acknowledged. What did you just say? I said fiance. Oh my god, Keith! How the peasants rich. So anyway, back to Lego. (laughs) So we were Christmas shopping and we're in this shopping complex uh, where like there was a there's a store called Canadian Tire. It's like a hardware store, Home Depot equivalent for Canada. And in the same complex, there's this little toy store called Mastermind Toys. So I go to my fiance and I'm like, hey, can we just pull into Mastermind here? Why? Because I got a hunch that some unreleased sets were being uh, stocked early at Mastermind Toys. Some sets that were coming out January 1st, 2021 were being put out early. So I made my poor fiance, God bless her soul, drive to this toy store so I could get myself an unreleased set. So I could drive, <laughs> so I could go Oh, and they purchase, actually had it. And they actually had it. Yeah, it was center it for center it here and just so i could go pick up these these sets that don't um that weren't released yet so i've had a january 1st 2021 set since like mid december and how does how does that feel how does that feel so good oh it feels so good i'm just the perfect far like i'm just that right spot down the rabbit hole i could i could have got more but i needed technic grave digger and i was sad that they didn't have my x-wing and my tie fighter there but i will buy them on january 1st and i will get my lego vip points for them and i will be happy it'll be satisfying and it'll be good and i will enjoy it and i will build it and i will it's gonna happen it's gonna happen indeed i'm just i'm just sad because as you mentioned you know it's like everybody think think to yourself what do you love pop culture wise it's kind of like funko pops right there's almost a funko pop for anything there's not a lego for any for everything but i mean there's like a really good chunk i looked up lego donut there's a donut shop but it's out of stock and i'm very <laughs> sad now i'm of like course man is. that is the one hey, that's a good christmas present one day though that that is but it's freaking out of stock man but um i guess the closing question not just for you but for everybody watching and listening is whether it be Lego or even Minecraft, right? It's all these things that require a a level of creativity and building. Does this motivate you to try other things that are related to like building and all of that? Because I mean, there's like, this is a whole world, right? I mean, you can even talk about tycoon games. Is it, is it just Lego 
or do you like that process of putting things together and maybe you want to get into some other stuff in the future? I have genuinely surprised myself how much I have enjoyed the process of building something together. And given Lego has an instruction book that comes with everything, so you are kind of going through the motions and following steps, I imagine this leads to more things like a Minecraft, like a building my own sets. In the Lego community, they're called mocks. They're called what? Mocks, M-O-C. I don't remember what the acronym is right now. Yeah, I'm like, Mock. Magos. Magos on clowns. I think it's like made up content or no, it's my own creation. That's it. So it's Mock, M-O-C. Holy crap. Okay. I I just freaking saw Lamborghini. They got a freaking yeah. Lamborghini Lego, people. I, w- I want that. They also have Dom's Charger from the Fast and the Furious, and I want that so badly. Ooh. Oh, no, it's happening. It's happening, oh, people. It, it, w- it will happen in 2021. But yeah, I can I can see myself as I progress down this whole being it being an outlet for more creativity. And that's really something that um, I think a lot of people have come face to face with especially last year during the whole pandemic where people just looking for outlets of creativity and this being a potential to find mine and maybe other people have gone down that same road. It's something that I can't wait to explore more of. Yeah. Well, that question people uh, will be talking about not just this, but the whole concept of look back at 2020 you know, there was retro game collecting, Pokemon card collecting, Yu-Gi-Oh, there's this. And I don't think a lot of that is going to change, you know, and, and regardless of the pandemic, I think a lot of people have new hobbies. And the good thing is that, I mean, we got, it's going to be like a weird topic, but I've seen it happen. You have the pandemic babies, right? So it's like some people were home and things happen nine months later. So eventually it's something that they can do Are with their families. Are we calling them COVID children? Because if we're not, we should. <laughs> I mean, you could call them that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it is true, right? It is a cultural thing where it's so weird, and uh, even this could be its own topic, where as a kid, you'd be bullied nonstop for getting stuff like this, like Legos, uh, Pokemon. If you weren't in the Pokemon or Lego scene, you were like nerdy, they would bully the hell out of you. But now I feel like we've got into like a happy period of time where we just embrace us. Like, I don't, I don't give a damn what you like. Just like something. It's awesome exactly. to have that. It's an it's a nice inclusive world now and we're getting there slowly. And the fact that people can like what they like and not feel pressure to be a certain way, like it's, it's only good. It can only lead to good things. And as long at the end of the day, it's what makes you happy, right? It's what I said for all this smack talk that I would do uh, towards game collecting and the stuff that you would do jokingly. Cause at the end of the day, I've always, I've always been happy that you found that outlet that you can put energy towards and feel good about and as long as somebody has that, I don't think that there's really like anything seriously negative you can say about it. Yeah, because you, you're you part of a community and that's where, you know, we can't be thankful enough for those on the Discord because it's a natural evolution of this. And, and I think it's like a something that doesn't get talked about enough. You know, we do want to plug once again a castofthepast.com slash Discord. For me... I think that a lot of people sharing, you know, Wily Jedi, Maedross, uh, Sir Meatwad, uh, Amy, there's a lot of great people there, Yannick, the list goes on and on. 
they share what they're playing, what they're collecting, what they're modifying. And I think that's the awesome experience of, hey, Keith has a Lego piece. Imagine somebody's listening to this episode. They join the Discord and they show a picture of, hey, Keith, I got this box. It's like, how awesome would that type of just a back and forth conversation be? I'm probably going to have to create a Lego channel. That's what I was thinking about now. I was like, yeah, we may have to make that now. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll make it a thing. We'll make it fetch. So if if you get a Lego uh, a, a process a Lego piece or, or set cast of the slash discord you can also send us an email to a cast of the past at gmail.com subscribe at youtube.com slash a cast of the past and if you're listening on podcast apps it, without question the best way you can support us is simply by leaving that five star review it doesn't take more than twenty seconds people and you have no idea how helpful that is we have a pretty awesome agenda lined up for this year uh, talking about some sequels to things we've talked about before I cannot wait for us to discuss the first film of the year very different from what we've done before but I think we're getting into not just our guilty pleasures but some of our favorite comedic stuff so we'll be talking about that mm, on another it's gonna be groovy baby it's gonna be groovy on a cast to the past shagadelic baby I, I wasn't sure what to do I'm, I'm, you're like oh crap Keith said groovy baby it's like what do I do now I want to show you something. You ready for this? Let's do it. Pilot mode, flying mode, attack mode. What? It actually changes. Okay, I'll take yeah. 20 of those. Yeah, you will. <laughs>